Hello, and welcome to another episode of My Bible Thoughts with Pastor Rich. I'm excited to be here with you today, and I want to start by asking you to imagine the worst situation possible. I want to share with you a pivotal moment in my life, a struggle that tested my faith to its core. Although I cannot share the full details of the story, I want to take you to that period, to the emotions and questions that consumed me. So at that time, I just received a calling into ministry on a part-time basis. I was in my early 40s, and excitement filled my heart as I embraced this new path. But then catastrophe struck, an event that involved one of my beloved children. And in that moment, doubt crept in, and I found myself questioning everything. I thought, is it my fault? How could this happen to my own daughter? The weight of guilt threatened to shatter my confidence. How could I shepherd others when I can't protect one of my own? Friends, let me tell you, this was a spiritual warfare in its purest form, and I felt like I had done everything within my power to shield her from harm. I had to share my story and her story with the congregation before they voted on me to become their youth pastor. I felt fear, trepidation, and a sickening knot in my stomach. But in that vulnerable moment, I realized I couldn't rely on my own strength. I needed a word from God. I needed a lifeline of hope. And wouldn't you believe it, friends? In today's devotion, we encounter a verse that speaks directly to these depths of despair and uncertainty. So it's in moments like these, it's crucial to remember the words spoken directly from God in the book of Jeremiah. They remind us that there's always hope for the individual, even in what seems like the darkest of times. Imagine this scenario. The verse in Jeremiah that I'm referring to says this. It says, anyone who stays in this city will die by the sword, by famine or by plague. But anyone who leaves and goes over to the Chaldeans who are besieging you will live and he will have his own life as plunder. So as I read that verse to you, could you feel the weight of the situation? The city they're in is on the brink of destruction, including God's own temple. The impending doom is certain, and no Israelite will be spared, men, women, children, and even animals. It's a dire circumstance. But here's the remarkable truth. When the worst calamity comes, there's always hope for individuals. That should bring great comfort to your heart. You see, the world we live in today might be facing challenges and difficulties. In fact, I dare say that the United States is not merely heading for God's judgment, but it is currently under it. As Romans one twenty six says, For this reason God gave them over to the degrading passions. And when God gives people over, it's a sign of the judgment has come and there may be even worse judgment to follow. However, amidst it all, that doesn't mean any man, woman, boy, or girl should have to live in despair. No sinner in America or anywhere else who truly desires refuge will be refused. God's love and grace extend to every soul who seeks him. So let's turn our attention to the gospel message. This is God's way to salvation. The gospel is the good news that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died for our sins, and rose again, triumphing over his enemies. Through his sacrifice, there is no condemnation for those who believe, but only everlasting joy. Now, isn't that incredible? That's the gospel 
and it's God's plan for you if you choose to accept it. So let's take a moment to reflect on that scripture again. Please join me as we read through Jeremiah 21.9 once again. It says, Anyone who stays in the city will die by the sword, by famine, or by plague. But anyone who leaves and goes over to the Chaldeans, who are besieging you, will live. And he will have his own life as plunder. So these are powerful words. They remind us that even when destruction and judgment loom over us, there is always hope for the individual who turns to God. So in the face of adversity and uncertainty, seek refuge in him. So here are some personal applications that are meant to inspire and guide you during difficult times. Firstly, embrace vulnerability. Just like myself, and I shared my personal struggle, allow yourself to be vulnerable with God, especially with God and with others. It's through vulnerability that we open ourselves to receiving God's healing, strength, and guidance. Next, seek God's word. When facing the worst situation, turn to God's word for comfort and direction. Meditate on verses that offer hope and remind you of God's promises. Allow his truth to penetrate your heart and renew your faith. Then find refuge in prayer. So in moments of despair, pour out your heart to God in prayer. Seek his presence, ask for guidance, and find solace in knowing that he hears your cries. Prayer connects us to the source of hope and gives us the strength to persevere. Trust in God's plan. Remember, God's ways are higher than ours, and his plans are good for us. Even when life seems chaotic and we don't understand the why, trust that God is working behind the scenes, weaving a beautiful tapestry out of our trials. Connect with the faith community. So surround yourself with a supportive community that can provide encouragement, prayer, and wise counsel. Sharing your burdens with others who understand can lighten the load and remind you that you're not alone in your journey. Next, practice self-compassion. So during difficult times, it's crucial to extend compassion to yourself. Understand that struggling doesn't make you any less worthy or loved by God. Be patient with yourself. Acknowledge your emotions and allow yourself to heal and grow. And then finally, extend hope to others. So as you experience the transformative power of hope in your own life, be a beacon of hope to others. Share your story, offer encouragement, and point people to the ultimate source of hope, and that is Jesus Christ. By spreading hope, you become a vessel of God's love and light in the hurting world. And it was Spurgeon who said, Anxiety does not empty tomorrow of its sorrows, but only empties today of its strength. Now, as we conclude our time together, let's bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you with grateful hearts. Thank you for the reminder that no matter how dire our circumstances may seem, there is always hope for us in you. Help us to turn to you, to seek refuge and find solace in your loving embrace. Guide us in your ways and give us strength to overcome any challenge we may face. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So as we come to the end of this episode of My Bible Thoughts, I want to invite you to be an active participant in our faith community. Your voice matters to me, and I'd love to hear from you. Share your thoughts, reflections, or questions about today's episode. Have you experienced finding hope in the midst of challenging situations? 
We're all in this journey together, and by engaging with one another, we can encourage and uplift each other. Connect with us on social media. Send us an email or visit our website. Let's build a community of faith where we can support each other through life's trials. Additionally, if you haven't done so already, I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. By subscribing, you'll never miss an episode, and you'll be the first to receive the latest messages of hope and encouragement. And I want you to remember, you have the power to impact others' lives. Share this episode with your friends, family, or anyone who needs a reminder that there is hope, even in the darkest moments. Thank you for being a part of My Bible Thoughts. Your support and engagement mean the world to us. Until next time, may God's hope and refuge be your constant companions on this remarkable journey of faith.